0: My name's Will DeFries, and this is the Sunday Scaries podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. Over the past few years, this podcast has served a lot of purposes for me. Originally, it was an extension of the blog that I started as a creative outlet. As it began to gain steam, I found it to be a fairly viable way to make a living, And in a lot of vulnerable moments in my life, it served as a journal and refuge from things I've worked out in my personal life. From quitting my job to getting engaged to getting married, I've never really shied away from discussing those big moments in life. And today, that's no different. You've heard her on here before, and you'll probably hear her on here again in the future, introducing today's guest, my wife, Sally DeFries. Sally, I'm sure listeners have figured it out by now, but can you explain why you're here?
1: I'm here because we're having a baby. Pretty big news. Pretty big news.
0: You and I have really both known that we've wanted to have kids even before we got married. Mm-hmm. Do you remember anything about the time when we finally decided to take the leap and be like, okay, let's do this?
1: Um, even though I knew I wanted to have kids, and I think you probably felt the same way, there were a few years right when we were engaged, when I was in school, and right after we got married, where I knew kids were going to happen, but they weren't really in the forefront of my mind. I was excited about the possibility of being a parent, but I wanted to do a lot more things like travel or mostly travel without a child because I feel like you can kind of be unencumbered by all of the responsibility. Um,
0: and yeah, that I, kind think, of... I think that's like the number one passion of ours that we like to do that is going to change the most.
1: Right. Um and then the pandemic hit, and I feel like my priorities kind of shifted. I was incredibly relieved that we got married and had the wedding the way that we did. And um, watching some of my other friends – a lot of my friends have had kids at this point, And watching them have become parents has been really awesome. It's kind of hilarious to watch. Some of my friends have to grow up like that, and it's really fun. And I, it's like – I, they have something in their life that I want. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. so I think you and I decided at a certain point in the past year that waiting around was not really a viable option for us, partially because as a woman you're always worried about your taking time clock um, fertility-wise. But I think, too, with the pandemic, I realized maybe we're not going to get to do some of the things that we wanted to do before we had a kid and that's okay. And why keep putting stuff on hold when we could just move on with our lives and move on with our life plan?
0: I think that makes sense. For me, it was almost like, you know, we, there were so many things that changed in our lives once the pandemic hit that any preconceived notions I had about marriage and any preconceived notions that I had about having children just kind of flew out the window. And the way that my priorities changed and the reason that I went from knowing that we were going to have kids to actually saying, okay, yeah, let's, let's actually go through with this and, and try. It just seemed like the natural next step. It wasn't like some kind of like light bulb moment of like, all right, I'm ready. It was just like, right. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm ready. We've been married for X amount of time. It's, you know, we're kind of in a unique position right now of, you know, always being, being at home and, and kind of making that home life. And I just kind of thought that life would just all be made better by, just adding to the family in a way
1: totally agree (laughs) I don't think there was a moment where we were like okay now we're trying we're doing it and I think for so long if you would have asked me a couple years ago I'd been like yeah I'm not having kids for a while and then it just feels like in the same way that you're ready to be in a long-term relationship or you're ready to get married or you're ready to do anything big in life you just kind of come to a realization that okay Let's do this. What, what, what's the point of waiting?
0: What was your initial reaction to being pregnant? Um, I mean, you can tell the story of, of what actually happened. I don't really mind, even though I kind of come off like an idiot.
1: So I had a suspicion that I was. And based on some timelines and things that had happened, and I was um, – I don't know. I When people, when there's like shows that people are like, I didn't know I was pregnant. And they, you know, go nine months and never know. And like on A&E or something? Yeah. That is mind boggling to me. Because I could tell before I even took a pregnancy test, like something was up. And maybe maybe it was all in my head because I thought I might be. But I knew before I even missed a period that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So um, I had been at work. And I just felt weird and I was like, something's up. I'm going to take a test when I get home. So I took a test and I came and showed you because the line was pretty faint. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've really talked myself into it at this point. And again, when we decided to like have a kid, it wasn't like we were like, if I would have gotten a positive or negative pregnancy test, probably would have, reacted the same you know what i'm saying i wasn't going to be devastated if it was negative
0: it was very early on i mean right. it wasn't like we had been trying for years and right. it was like this pins and needles moment i mean when you showed me the the faint line i was in our kitchen making dinner with like a martini just like kind of hanging out doing my thing listening to music and i looked at it and i was like oh that's pretty faint i don't eh, it doesn't so seem we, legit to me we
1: talked ourselves out of it and i think we actually went to Matsell rancho that night
0: no. No, we had not. been at Matt's
1: the night before. Mm-hmm. So part of me was like, maybe I feel terrible because I'm hungover. And
0: <laughs> it's like, oh, there's not a baby in there. There's just a brick of fajitas in there.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the next day, I was like, we got to, I got to take a different test. So I picked a different brand and took it and was kind of freaking out because I was just very sure that it was positive and I didn't know how you were going to react. Cause like I said, it was early on and I were like, trying phase and we had a lot of luck early on which is a huge blessing but i took it and i walked out of the bathroom and i was like i'm not gonna go look at it for a couple minutes and you went back and saw it
0: you put it under a towel yeah and i had to use the bathroom and i knew that it was in there and i wasn't going to go in there and not look at it yeah i just couldn't if it was negative i might not have said anything to you and i would have probably let you see it but because it was positive i just had this moment of like Oh whoa! So okay, I, here I, we go.
1: Yeah, basically there was no like big reveal. There was no like us jumping and hugging. I think we were excited, but we were both a little shell shocked. I think,
0: like you said, having it happen so quickly was an absolute blessing, and I'm so glad that it happened when it happened. But it was one of those moments where we had very recently decided that it was something that we wanted to to do. Right, and so to find out that, uh, it, that you were pregnant so quickly after we had decided it was almost, I was almost taken aback a little bit. I wasn't expecting it to happen that fast. I don't want to say that, that it happened easily, but like it just, it happened so quickly that my reaction wasn't this one of like, Oh, the weight is off my shoulders. It was like, hold on a bunch of weight just got put on my shoulders. Right. It was kind of overwhelming in a way for me. So I didn't have this like crying tears of happiness moment. It was very weird. Yeah. But that being said, for me, it was, the the joy of of this has been growing ever since and i like that about it it's been nice for me
1: yeah i would say that you've been like that i've probably have been like that too
0: you've had your moments yeah <laughs> uh from your perspective what went into the decision that having kids was something we wanted to do? I mean, was it so? Have you always wanted to be a mom? Has like the have you always had the mother instinct in you? I mean, you've mothered me for the entire time that we've been <sighs> together. Is it something that you've always wanted to do, or is it is it? I don't know.
1: I was. I wouldn't say I was indifferent about kids. I think. I knew that you and I would have kids at some point. But if you asked me when we first got together, even when we got married, like I said earlier, I was. I was pretty – it was not in my immediate future.
0: I was ready to coast for a year after marriage and then dive in. Yeah. But just because of how everything unfolded, it was like, well, coasting for a year is not very fun.
1: Right. I've never – and I've always been around kids. I love my nieces. I came from a big family. I was a nanny for a long time. I've liked kids, but it was never – it wasn't – some people describe like – being a mother is the most important thing to me, and I have never felt like that. I, like, I think that there are other ways to fulfill um, my purpose in life. Do
0: I you think, think you're going to feel like that once you I don't the think I'll feel born? the same.
1: I think I'll feel like being a mother is like my only purpose when I the baby's agree. born. But I, even now, being pregnant, I'm like, okay. And from uh, everything we've heard from people, that immensely changes once the baby's here. So. We'll
0: see. So we told my parents in September. We kind of told people on our Happy New Year card that was supposed to be a Christmas card, but we were a little too lazy about doing stuff, and we put it on the back of the card. Uh-huh. And we kind of had a slow unrolling of things. And I, and was, was that something that was important to you, to be able to tell people slowly and in person and things like that? Or do you think it was maybe part of the circumstances of just kind of the situation we were in? We weren't seeing people at a rapid clip at that point.
1: Right. Um so there's like a weird myriad of emotions that kind of hit you when you're pregnant. And I I don't think many men feel this way unless their their partner has been struggling with fertility. But I, as a woman and watching people that I know and don't know struggle with infertility issues or miscarrying, things like that, you immediately like you're overjoyed, but you also know – there is a large chance that this doesn't work out. I think it's like one in four women, mm-hmm. one in four pregnancies have ended in miscarriage. So automatically my mind went to that. Mm-hmm. And I was very scared to tell people. And I had to tell work early on because of the nature of my job and certain things that I can't do while I'm pregnant. But there was also like It's weird. You're around people. You're not drinking, which I think at this age, like, if I wasn't drinking, it wouldn't be like an automatic red flag for people. I think people would be like, oh, she's doing some diet or, you know, she doesn't want to drink tonight.
0: You've done Whole30 enough that I'm pretty sure that you not drinking at this point to people is just like standard protocol. It's like, oh, she's probably doing another Whole30 or something.
1: Right. So you can get away with it. Um, I also wanted to tell people in person. So. We kind of slowly told friends and then we – then I just didn't tell people I didn't see because it felt weird to just text them out of nowhere and be like, by the way, I'm pregnant.
0: Yeah. Um, I kind of had the same feeling. It was weird. You know, there were certain people that I was just busting at the seams to to tell. mm -hmm. And those people were the people that I just told immediately. And I was like, I have to tell this person right now. Like they're going to be so excited or, you know, I've talked about it with them before and things like that. But then, after the, the first couple of people I told, I was like, I don't really want this to be a text message thing. I want to be able to yeah. see people. I want to be able to get a, like, to hug somebody after I tell them. I want them. I want to see the look on their face. I, I want to have that excitement with them.
1: So most people will say first time, and this is different for everybody, obviously. But to get through the first trimester before you actually tell people, mm-hmm. um, we told people a little bit earlier. Not everyone, but some we told people, very few people early. Yeah. And, and it, it was different for me. I mean, we had people in our lives who were also pregnant that were ahead of me that I, you know, I didn't want to, like, steal their thunder. And I also, it, it was weird. I mean, it was something that I was very anxious about and nervous and superstitious. I thought that I, I told people that it would get taken away. But also, like, I didn't feel great in the beginning, so I wasn't, like, Ready to go shout it from rooftops because I, I honestly – the first trimester was really hard for me. And so I felt like why, like it's really hard to explain to somebody like, oh, I'm pregnant and not look overjoyed <laughs> while it's happening because you're kind of miserable, you know?
0: You're like trying not to throw up while simultaneously right. trying to like you know have a smile on your face. It's not exactly the easiest situation.
1: Exactly. But at the same time, then you feel guilty because – every moment should be a blessing and you should be overjoyed that this is happening to you and you're reaching your you know motherhood destiny etc but so you don't want to complain but it's a double-edged sword i think
0: yeah yeah i mean you've handed it all well i'm proud of you okay before we get into some more questions let's hear from this week's sponsor sunbasket Getting dinner on the table quickly does not have to mean sacrificing nutrition and quality. With Sun Basket, you can actually have it all every single day. Sun Basket wants you to have your healthiest year yet, and they're making it easier than ever. Their fresh and ready meals are just $8.99, and they're good for you, your body, and your budget. And probably good for people that are having kids, honestly. Mm-hmm. Every Sun Basket meal is filled with only premium-quality real food, including organic fresh produce, antibiotic and hormone-free meats, and sustainably sourced seafood from suppliers they know and trust. Their chefs have won Michelin awards and, James, and a James Beard award, Sally. Pretty impressive. Wow. So why not take the night off and let them cook for you? Try delicious meals like buttered chicken with basmati rice pilaf, beef chili with cheddar and Greek yogurt, that sounds kind of good tonight, and creamy mushroom panay with baby spinach and almonds. Sunbasket fresh and ready meals come freshly prepared and ready to heat up in as little as six minutes. All you have to do is heat and eat, which means no prep and more importantly, no mess. Right now, Sunbasket's offering $35 off your order when you go right now to sunbasket.com slash scaries and enter promo code SCARIES at checkout. That's sunbasket.com slash scaries and enter promo code SCARIES at checkout for $35 off your order. sunbasket.com slash SCARIES and enter promo code SCARIES. You ready for the next one? Let's do it. So what were your expectations of being pregnant? And then if you want to talk about the expectations and immediately follow up with the reality, I, I think that would be the easiest way to handle this question. So expectations versus reality.
1: You're going to laugh at me. I mean, as I've already told you this before, but my expectations of being a pregnant person, like when we decided to have try to have kids, all I thought about was the pregnancy. I didn't even really think about the child afterwards and I was really excited about being pregnant I was like I am gonna be this glowing mother goddess and like my skin's gonna glow and I'm gonna be happy all the time and I'm gonna like have a bump and look cute and I'm gonna take really good care of myself and You're, like on an oceanside cliff with
0: like yoga yeah. gear on like holding your stomach and the wind blowing right your hair. and
1: like I'll work out every day and be a you know my body's a temple the baby's, you know, no toxins in my body, organic stuff only, you know, no, no, like beauty products that don't have toxins in them. Uh, that went out the window. Oh, I'm aware. And I think you said to me when I told you that one time, you were like, I don't know what led you to believe that that would be the
0: case. Yeah. I am I mean, I, just knowing you and, and knowing who you are, that I just, I understand the the dream of feeling like that. But just knowing you, that was never how it was going to (laughs) go. No offense, but it was just never going to be like that.
1: I was pretty sick the first trimester. So not only did I not eat like some plant-based organic diet, I was putting in food that was like the only thing that sounded good to me, which is basically like any sort of grain-based cracker, bread, pasta, etc. That was like meat anything green sounded awful um so that you know my whole diet went out the window i was just eating like wheat thins and fig newtons for a long time um and
0: you t- keep talking about fig newtons and i truly don't even remember like you having a fig newton phase it's
1: because they have them at work and oh I love okay
0: them. like you've, you've been mentioning them a lot lately and i was like is she dropping hints that i need to get some no, like the store or something we have
1: the like two packs that work, and I will, like, oh, have one dangerous. every day. That's dangerous. They're delightful.
0: Yeah. They are good. I, I, like I hadn't a had a
1: Fig Newton until I was, like, pregnant, and then I was like, these are amazing. <laughs> um And I should have known this was going to happen to me. I'm always tired. I'm a big napper. The exhaustion was unreal. Like, I had no energy to work out. I had no energy to, like, maintain a beauty routine. I mean, slapping lotion on my face was, like, the best I could do. Like...
0: You also work a job that's very taxing on your body.
1: Yeah, sometimes.
0: Sometimes. You also wake up at very early times and you have to go to bed early. And if you don't sleep well, that makes your waking up very difficult. Like, I don't think you need to beat yourself up for for feeling that way.
1: Yeah. So people kept telling me, like, make it to the second trimester. You're going to feel great. Um, and that was kind of not the case. Like, I started feeling better. And then some stuff happened in the fall that made – the second trimester, not so great. Um, and now I'm starting to feel better. And then now I, I finally started feeling better. And now I'm hitting to the point where, like, I'm getting big. So it's starting to get uncomfortable again. Um, so that was my reality. I'll say this. Some people love being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Lily is one of those people. and Your sister. Yes. Yes. And... I don't know if she's going to mind me calling her out on this, but this is g- great for her. She loves it. She looks great. She feels great. She's enjoying it. Like,
0: She's I, had a smile on her face every time I've seen her. Yeah.
1: She's just like one with pregnancy. That is so great. I am not that person, and I would never say, like, I hate this, but people used to, like, complain about it. I'm like, okay, calm down. Like, it's not that bad. And then it happens to you, and there's so many things out of your control, and as a person who – is very type A and wants to be in control, that's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest things that I would deal with constantly is like my body image, gaining weight like that I can't control or like getting big that is, you know, like something that I haven't handled gracefully, I will say. Like I think I knew that the, there was part of me that knew it was going to happen, um, but it's still – Always a little shocking when you look at yourself in the mirror and you just, like, have gained more weight, you know? Um, There are a lot of things, like, feeling nausea. I never, ever really got nauseated, ever. Like, even when I've been, like, I never really get stomach bugs or anything like that. Before pregnancy. Before pregnancy. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that was really hard to deal with, like, just constant nausea, like, extreme fatigue. And I say all this, and it makes it such a weird... Conundrum because you want to, I want to present it to people like, this is how I feel. This is like the real picture. But at the same time, you feel really guilty for even feeling that way. Yeah. Um, You know, I've had friends who struggle with infertility that you feel like, I can't even complain about the baby kicking me in the bladder constantly because they would kill to feel that way. Mm -hmm. And... I think that's another hard part about being a woman is, like, no one prepares you for the fear you're going to feel or the, like, overwhelming joy that you have at the same exact time going on in your head. And it's a really weird thing to deal with and not have people to talk to because I don't think unless it's happening to you, you kind of get it.
0: It's hard. It's been hard for me to see the difficulties of it, because even though there are things that are in my control, it feels like so much is out of my control and so much pops up out of nowhere. And I don't have the answers to it. I haven't gone through it either. And so seeing you struggle with it has just been, a, it's, it's been a, a struggle for me to, to be there. It, it feels very, from my perspective or from my end of things, I feel very inadequate sometimes. And, and it's difficult and seeing you f- go through those difficulties. You know, if it it could be something as small as you just eating too big of a meal and all of a sudden you have acid reflux, you know what I mean? And just being like, yeah, like I didn't even think about how she needs to eat a smaller meal because uh, she needs to space them out more and things like that. It's just you learn as you go. And the first run at anything is going to have a lot of errors and a lot of pain points. But overall, like I'm very proud of you for being as strong as you have been throughout it. Uh, It's just it's all it's. It's just a very – it's much more difficult than I ever expected, but I think in the end it's going to make it much more gratifying than I could have ever expected to.
1: I agree with that.
0: What's been your favorite part?
1: Um, I think my favorite part, now that I'm like – it was really nice to start showing because I think for a long time, especially like in scrubs, people knew that I was pregnant or they like suspected, but I thankfully live in a pretty – PC environment where you're like you can't ask somebody that they're pregnant until they tell you you know or if, like
0: you should if you're a guy like ne- just never do it
1: I, if you're anybody <laughs> you shouldn't ask unless yeah yeah um, but showing was great so then I could like not feel bloated and gross and just like let my stomach hang out that was great but honestly I think the, my favorite part um, is feeling it like kick me and stuff
0: partying in there
1: yeah it's pretty active um it's 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 weird and like alien like but at at the same time you're like it's really reassuring I think I explained it to one of our friends like you're just happy that it's kicking and it's alive like and he was like that sounded really dark I was like it's not dark it's like really joyous like every time even when I'm like it likes to really get active late at night but even then it's like so nice to like nudge you um and we were really lucky that because of my work i can ultrasound myself a lot so i've been able to see the baby a lot which has been cool
0: well we actually bought an ultrasound
1: yeah so we have like a handheld one that we can use with our ipad but i have a higher powered one at work that is a little bit better yeah obviously
0: the one we're using in in bed isn't exactly like and now that it's big enough and it can
1: kick me and stuff like that we don't really need to do it but it's huge peace of mind early on when you don't know what's going on to like see its heartbeat and stuff like that. It's just cool. Yeah.
0: It makes me nauseous for some reason watching it. There's a lot of motion on the screen and it it for some reason makes me like dizzy and kind of like makes me feel weird. Yeah. But I still love doing it. I just can't do it for more than like 10 minutes or else I start I start to get like a little disoriented. It's very weird.
1: I think for me whenever the first two ultrasounds that we had like at the doctor's office I kept, like, looking to you, waiting for you to have this, like, giant, like, emotional reaction. And I didn't realize that you were just getting nauseated. No, I was having
0: a giant emotional reaction. It was shock and, like, and and complete – I don't even know the word. I don't even have the word to describe it. I mean, yeah, you would look over at me and I would have this blank stare on my face, like, wide-eyed staring at the screen. And that – I mean, I don't think you understand. That is a huge emotional reaction. Right. It's just such an emotional reaction that it just looks – you know, I mean. Like deer and headlights. Yeah. It's just kind of like, oh, my God. Like, we made this thing. Yeah. Do you mind if I ask you? Uh, I mean, we we haven't talked about this yet, but we have not found out what we're having. Right. Okay. I just want. Uh, people are probably wondering. They're like, why aren't, why aren't they saying he or she?
1: Yeah. We don't know the sex of the baby, which is another fun surprise, I think, because there's a lot of stuff that you want to, like, try to keep to yourself. And like some of the private moments, which mm-hmm. is part of the reason why we didn't tell a lot of people for a long time. But I think not knowing the gender is going to be like a nice. It'll be fun. Fun surprise for us.
0: I liked having the secret. Yeah. I li- I enjoyed it in the beginning of, in the, and by in the beginning, I mean when you're not supposed, you're really not supposed to tell people. Right. But it's a very fun secret that I think bonded us closer together when it came to everything. It was just one of those things that like only you and I knew about. Yeah. I remember you told someone without consulting me first, and I was just like, are you, you – what? Why would you tell them? Yeah. I didn't really care because it's your secret to tell, but I was just like oh. – I, I felt like, oh, my gosh, I wanted to be there. Like, I want to I wanna go through all this. Yeah. I really didn't – in hindsight, I don't care at all. But, I mean, I was just kind of like, this was our secret. You can't just be texting people about it behind my back. <sighs> what are you most excited for when it comes to motherhood?
1: Um – It's hard to be excited about this because I haven't experienced it before. Yeah. But every single one of my friends who is a mother just, ex- like, says that, like, the moment that they come out, you're just, like, so enthralled by this child and, like, in love with them. Um I feel – I guess I have experienced that before because I feel that way about our dog, Rosie. Like, <laughs> I just <laughs> – I look at Rosie sometimes. And I'm, like, I love this thing so much. Like, so – I'm excited to feel that way about our kid.
0: Uh, It's hard. uh, You're right. That's a a very.
1: But it's hard to like say that you're excited about something that you've never felt before. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We were talking to a friend, listener, shout out Thompson, uh, who recently had a child. And he was telling me that there's, there's this part of your brain that just gets activated. It's not like a feeling you've ever had before, but it's just this part of your brain that turns on and like all of a sudden it's the most important thing. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm most excited for is just having that feeling, having that that emotional reaction is something that I've never really experienced before. I mean, the, the first month we had Rosie, I was like, all right, we need to get rid of this damn dog. Yeah. I, I hope I don't feel like that with the child. I hope so too. But I, it's just, yeah, it's it, I, I'm just excited for it. Um, what kind of parent do you want to be?
1: I would like to be really laid back. I know myself better than that. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah,
0: unfortunately. Much like you how you want to be the beacon of light of pregnancy. I, I have a I have news for you. I don't think you're gonna be a laid back chill mom. Um
1: I I've thought about this a lot. I think that you and I are gonna be good cop, bad cop. You are good cop and I'm the bad cop, unfortunately. I don't know. But the kind of parent that I wanna be, I always look to my parents like this. Like, I think about how they raise five kids and none of us like really messed up you know like we were pretty good kids Mm -hmm. we were high achieving and we you know were driven and we we were we have really good relationships with our family still and i think that's like there's the whole fear right now of like the labor that's terrifying to me Mm -hmm. and the immediate weeks following where everyone just says you're a zombie sure Dave could speak to that more. Oh,
0: Dave can speak to that. Dave spoke to it uh, just this morning as we recorded Circling Back. Yeah, so
1: (laughs) I really haven't looked past that. Like, I have just thought about those first few months. And then you think about, like, okay, I'm going to be the parent to this thing for the rest of my life and very heavily involved in their life for at least the next probably, people say 18, but I'm sure 20 to 30 years Mm because my parents are still heavily involved in my life. And... You don't say. Yeah, just <laughs> like how do you raise a kid to like be a decent human being that's like caring towards others? Like that's the kind of parent that you I want to be. Yeah, you just do. You know, um, I'm. I know that I'm not going to be a perfect parent, and that's fine. Uh, I I would love to be like a laid back mom, but i I've, I've seen myself with Rosie, and I'm a helicopter parent. So if I can chill out a little bit from that i'll be happy what about you
0: we'll get to you answer asking me questions after we talk about bespoke post real quick okay the curators at bespoke post post have done it again this winter with an all-new lineup of essential box of awesome collections for guys guaranteed to upgrade your life sally we get these boxes in the mail fairly regularly yep and i have to say Uh, we're currently moving, and there are several things that I've pulled out of drawers or, you know, our closet or anything, and I'm like, oh yeah, I got this from Bespoke Post. This is pretty nice. Mm -hmm. Whether it's showcase pieces to level up your indoor hosting skills or cozy threads for those blustery days, Bespoke Post only sends guys the best stuff every month no matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From styling grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. I've gotten uh, on the site recently, and I've actually picked out a few boxes that I would very much like to get. Just this might be a hint for you if we have any events coming up soon. I think our anniversary is uh, just passed. Yeah. You probably didn't get me anything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They've got an unplug box, box, which is essentially just supplies for a restorative night in. Soothe, which is relaxing self-care for that special someone. Or even sauna, a luxurious candle and towel set, which sounds pretty nice for the panic room. Yeah. Or a new steam shower. Ow. Ooh. To get started, take a quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up, and you can skip a month or cancel any time. Each box is just 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter code SCARIES at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code SCARIES for 20% off your first box. Okay, Sally. The floor is yours to ask me any questions that you want to ask me about this.
1: Okay. Um, what are you most excited about in becoming a father?
0: Again, I don't think I have like a super concrete thing, but I think I can speak to the feelings that I have regarding fatherhood. Uh-huh. I'm kind of excited. I'm a, I'm a quite nostalgic person and I enjoy taking in things that were from my childhood I'm kind of excited to encounter things with whether we have a boy or a girl that remind me of my childhood, Mm -hmm. remind me of spending time with my sister, even though my sister and I probably argued a ton as kids, like every kid does. It's just those moments. And And I find myself, my brain just going back a lot as I'm driving or if I'm zoning out doing something or if I'm just kind of just thinking about things. I've just found myself going to these nostalgic places in my head and they're all, a lot of them are from like very early on in my childhood. And it just makes me think about like how far I've come and just to be able to go through that journey with somebody and kind of do that. I'm, I'm just really excited for that. I know that kind of sounds weird, but it's just like, you know, your first time scoring a goal in front of somebody, your first learning how to, you know, play a sport. Uh, you know, I don't know. My parents, signing me up for drawing classes and things like that. It was just kind of like I'm really excited to cater to the passions of our child Yeah, and enjoy things with them. And I think I get that from my parents. My parents always told me that I could pretty much do whatever I wanted in life. And I thought that that was not true when they told me that. And luckily for me, like them telling me that all the time has gotten me to, t- to be able to host a podcast for a living. And, you know, just have fun with with life. And I, I just hope that I can instill that into our future child.
1: What's your biggest fear about being a father?
0: Fucking up. Just like not being good at it or it's not uh,
1: changing diapers.
0: No, no. I think I think I think day one pregnancy, you're like, oh my God, how am I gonna change diapers? But yeah. it's, it's it's very soon you realize how minute those things are and how much it doesn't matter. And right. how much changing a diaper is just like it does. It just doesn't matter. And I think my my fear is just not being a good dad. I mean, there's there's no tangible way to know if someone's going to be a good dad or not. Right. You know, there are probably a lot of upstanding people that people look up to in life who are just absolutely terrible dads. And I just don't want to be the kind of person that isn't in involved in my kid's life. But I also don't want to be too controlling over my kid's life either. Like you said, we're helicopter parents when it comes to our damn dog. So when it comes to having a kid, I just i don't want to be the type of dad that just isn't there for them or uh, i don't know it's hard for me to not know what a good dad's not about because like my dad's always been there for me and he's always been great so it i just don't want to mess up and i know that's a very broad statement but it's very that's just a true statement i just don't want to i don't want to mess up okay Are you not satisfied with that answer? No,
1: that's a good. I mean, I'm sure our parents are probably laughing listening to this because they've messed up plenty of times. We just are pretty unaware of it.
0: Yeah, and uh, like something I something weird I've thought about recently is how many times I lied to my parents and how many times my parents knew I was lying to them but just let me get away with it because they knew it wasn't a big deal. Yeah, and how obvious it had to have been that I was lying to my parents and how nice they were to not like actually care. Yeah, in the big moments they cared. But in the small moments, they were like, OK, these damn kids. And it's like I can't wait to have those moments when like you and I are talking like, 10 years from now. And it's just like, how are they? How do they think they're getting away with this right now? Like, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense because I got away with a lot.
1: Um, OK, what is the most annoying thing that I've started doing since I've become pregnant? Or also, how have I been handling pregnancy in
0: your eyes? I think you've been handling it well. I don't know. I, I don't really have a gauge for that. Uh, In terms of things that you started doing through pregnancy, like, you've grown a lot. It's, like, just a lot of, like, rolling over in bed and just being, like, ugh. Yeah. uh." Uh, I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared for the constant movement of the baby. And Uh so it kind of surprises me whenever – like, I'm just amazed by how active it is. Yeah. And so it's just very kind of funny. But, I mean, I I, I can't – I have nothing negative to say about how you've handled it because you're doing something that I will never have the opportunity to do to show you that I can do it. I put like better in quotes, like I'm never going to do it better. And there, it's it's your own journey. It is what it is for you. Does part of you wish that you could carry a child? No, no, it's <laughs> it's it's not something I have any envy over. It's not something I honestly it's made me have a lot more respect for pregnancy in general yeah it's seeing it firsthand is much different than seeing it on a movie uh it's not a katherine heigl movie it's it's just not it's just not fun you know yeah it's fun but it's not fun all the time that's for sure and the 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 bad moments are much worse than anything that you've ever learned about pregnancy through movies or tv or anything like that it's just it's just much different than you could ever expect and so you know the way that you've handled it you've made it easy on me but you've you, the way that you handle a lot of things in life make it easy on me. So it's very convenient. But uh, for me, it's just, you know, it's just hard, you know. It, yeah. it, I feel helpless on my end a lot of the times. And, uh, you know, I, the, I can't give you the help that Tylenol can give you. I can't give you the help that, you know. A donut at 10 30 you know, p.m. gives you it's just you know you need certain things in life that I can't offer you and so I can't really I can't really weigh in too much regarding how you've handled it because I, I don't think I would have handled it any better I get I get a stomachache after eating a big plate of food so for you to have something you know inside of you for this long it's it's just it's admirable I don't know I sound so stupid when I talk about it because I'm, I still feel like I'm such a novice which I am.
1: Um, okay. Do you think this experience would be di- any different if we weren't doing it in the middle of a pandemic? Yeah. I mean, I there's don't... the obvious, like, I'm sure people who are pregnant and go to doctor's offices know this, but, like, there's the obvious, you haven't been able to come to all my appointments, or you can, but you can't wait in the waiting room. It's different uh we'll have different visitor stuff but like how has it been like you kind of spoke earlier about us not being able to tell our friends in person
0: that's like that was kind of the biggest thing that was kind of a downer Mm -hmm. um just because especially at the time when we were telling people it was at a time when i really just wanted to see people it had been months since seeing some people yeah and so that's hard and it's a double-edged sword because you know do i want to see those people at a gender reveal party no not yeah. necessarily because I don't really want to have a gender reveal party. But at the same time, I'd probably trade a gender reveal. I'd probably have one just to be able to, you know, spend that time with those people. But I kind of feel like having this all happen while we're hunkering down has been, I think it's made us closer. I think it's made you and I, uh, for lack of a better term, like a, more attached at the hip when it comes to this kind of thing. You know, we've gone through all of it together. Right. I'm not going off and doing things. I, I don't have long periods of time away from you. And so I do feel like I've endured a lot of this process directly with you, which I've enjoyed. Uh, and some parts have been really hard. But overall, it's it's it has been a much more... Uh, it's been a situation that I feel brings us more together than anything.
1: I think for me, I agree with that. I think, too... And maybe you don't feel this way. Part of the reason that we didn't tell a lot of people or make it public is because I think being the woman, people already, you invite a lot of unwanted comments about yourself. Mm -hmm. Like I talked about this earlier, people.
0: Oh, you're getting big.
1: Talking about your weight. Oh, you're huge. Yeah. Um, Asking you really personal questions that nobody would ever ask you otherwise. Uh, touching you unnecessarily. Like people touch my stomach without asking to. It's it's an interesting, like I would never go up and just touch someone's stomach. Um, but a lot of the reason too is because, and, and this was a lesson that I had to learn myself. Like I was very judgmental of people at the beginning of the pandemic about what they were doing and you know whether or not people should be out, things like that. And that's something that in the past year I've had to deal with myself because I think you really have to know that it's all about your own personal comfort level, and you. It's every person's situation is different, so you really can't judge somebody about going to a wedding or going or traveling yeah. or or staying home and not seeing anybody. Like you can't judge someone's situation because they're doing that for a reason. And it, so, it was
0: different in the beginning. Uh, my mindset did change in the beginning when it came to doing certain things, knowing that you were pregnant, right and. I hope you don't mind me saying this. Now that you're fully vaccinated, it's it's put a lot of me at ease. It's made right. it a lot easier for me to let go and, and say, okay, I don't mind. I don't mind this happening right now. But before before you were fully vaccinated, it was, it, I was kind of driving myself a little crazy sometimes, just thinking like, oh, I don't I don't really want her at work. I don't want her doing certain things at work. I, right. just, I drove myself a little crazy, and so I think. I don't want to say that that tarnished anything because it didn't tarnish anything, but it definitely gave me, it, it raised the stress levels a little bit for me. And I just hope that, I'm glad that people in the future aren't going to have to deal with something like that because right, that I, that was a part of it that we had no control over. And it was a very unfortunate thing in terms of the timing of it. But overall, I, it didn't it didn't really tarnish anything for me. If anything, it allowed us to sit at home and watch Love Island for longer stretches is, of time, which yeah. was just a beautiful thing.
1: None of it, I mean, I'm pretty big homebody so none of it changed that much for me but i do think i already i was getting a lot of unwanted comments about Mm -hmm. my general life physical mental state that i didn't want to invite more by telling people that i was pregnant and then people see me you know go on a trip or be at a restaurant you know um Last question, and we can both answer this, unless you have more questions for me.
0: I don't have any more questions for you.
1: What have you learned, or what is one thing you wish you knew before all this? Ooh.
0: You did not prep me for this.
1: I'll tell you what mine is. Okay. There's a lot of things. I mean, I could write a book about this, Um, and I've said a lot of it already, but I've had friends be pregnant. I've had... My sisters, be pregnant. You Nothing prepares you for how personal it is until it's happening to you. Yeah. So I think the one thing I've learned that I will be a lot more cognizant of in the future is, like, talking about stuff with people. Like, it really used to piss me off when people would ask when we were going to have kids
0: mm-hmm.
1: when I wasn't ready to have kids yet. Yeah. And, you don't, and when you ask people, when are you having a baby? Like, you have no idea what they're – situation is you don't know they could be trying they could be arguing about having children they could be on a whole different so that's already a really personal question then they get pregnant asking them you know like all of these super personal questions yeah about their weight talking about how big they are touching them etc and then also like just being really being aware of the fact that i'm incredibly lucky and As much as I have had to complain about and things that have been difficult during this pregnancy, like we are really blessed and I haven't had a miscarriage, even if we had a scare or things like that. But that taught me like this is a really, really personal, emotional thing for people to go through. Mm. And it taught me how to be more empathetic towards my friends. Um or anybody. empathetic in the sense that I knew what they were going through now. Yeah, so yeah, I could be sympathetic in the past. Um but you really never know what somebody's going through. And so to comment
0: it's just less is more when it comes to right. talking to it, people. But at about the it. same
1: time, like I wanted to talk to people about it. I was going through shit that I'd never gone through before. Yeah, but
0: you want to be able to talk to who you want to talk to about. Right. It. You don't want to be quizzed about it at every moment because every moment's not some glowing experience.
1: Exactly. And so It's taught me a lot about how to engage with my friends and colleagues and random strangers. Like, if somebody wants to ask me about pregnancy now, I will give you whatever honest answer I feel. But at the same time, like, I think I will be way more cognizant in the future. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: For me, and this is uh, is just from the, the male perspective, for me, if you're a... Someone who finds out that they're going to be a father, there's probably going to be a freak out moment and you're probably going to have a, a slight meltdown, even if it's an internal one. And what you what you need to understand is that nine months takes a long time. Nine months is a long time for you to digest the information, take that information and move forward with it. And even though I still have those those scary moments about you know fatherhood and, you know, the responsibility, just everything that comes along with it. The emotions that I felt in the beginning were so much more heightened than I think they needed to be. And there is a, gr- a lot of gravity when it comes to the situation. But in terms of the negative feelings, and I say negative feelings, I don't mean that like I didn't want it to happen. But, but like fear. The fear, yeah. The fear, the just being scared. I'm glad that I've gotten myself out of that because in the beginning I was putting myself kind of up against the wall. I was very scared and I didn't know how to handle it. And it's not like my mom told me, she was like, it's pregnancy is nine months for a reason. You you have to be able to to figure the information out and and get through it. And and it's just so true. I don't think that, I mean, if there was a three month turnaround, it would have been brutal on me and you and us. Well, I
1: think we were really good about opening up with each other when we felt scared or unsure or... Yeah. I mean, I had a moment the other day like, what the hell are we doing? This was not a good choice. (laughs) Like, I'll probably feel that way a lot more even once the baby's here, but I'm glad that I can tell you the truth and not have judgment, you know? Mm hmm
0: I just don't want... I just... Yeah, I I just don't want people to think that it's some, like... It's a scary thing, but... What I've learned is that those those emotions go aside very quickly. And as, as you get further and further into it, it, you become so much more comfortable with the, that the excitement. Excitement is derived from the fear and it's just so yeah. much better that way. Do you have any closing thoughts?
1: not really i'm excited i have to pee
0: (laughs) that's i think that's been a theme of this entire pregnancy so going to the bathroom a lot yeah being excited and having to pee so i think i think that's probably a good time (laughs) for us to leave if you liked what you heard today make sure to subscribe review or tell a friend in need about this podcast by subscribing you guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every sunday morning you can also follow along on Twitter, at Sunday Scaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.scaries. Or you can follow me on both Twitter and Instagram at Will DeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. See you next Sunday.